Will I still have a house in a month? Home is love. Affordable housing really fills a need. Home is hope. You're always grateful to have a roof over your head. Eden Housing is that hope. Welcome to the Affordable Housing Podcast, brought to you by Eden Housing. In June 2016, the Alameda County Board of Supervisors placed Measure A-1, a general obligation bond, on the ballot to increase affordable housing. They had three laudable goals, to help those struggling with the cost of housing, to help the homeless find long-term solutions, and to help people become homeowners. Hi, I'm Joanne Green, and on this episode of the Affordable Housing Podcast, brought to you by Eden Housing, I'm in conversation with Alameda County Supervisor Wilma Chan, who was a major force in getting Measure A-1 passed. Ms. Chan represents District 3, which includes the cities of Alameda, San Leandro, and Oakland's Chinatown, Fruitvale, and San Antonio neighborhoods, plus the unincorporated communities of San Lorenzo, Hayward Acres, and part of Ashland. Since taking office in 2011, Supervisor Chan has helped to save San Leandro Hospital, declared a new war on poverty, and launched the All In to End Hunger 2020 campaign. She served in the California State Assembly from 2000 to 2006, where she became the first woman and Asian American to be majority leader. Her accomplishments could fill this entire podcast. Supervisor Chan, it's an honor to welcome you to the Affordable Housing Podcast. Thank you. Tell us a bit about the genesis of Measure A-1. Was lack of affordable housing a particularly challenging issue in the district that you serve? Well, I think since the Great Recession of 2008-9, although the the economy has recovered somewhat, we could see that a lot of people were hurting in terms of their basic needs, and it was kind of the tip of the iceberg in terms of the housing crisis. Um, now, you know, everyone can see it with the homeless and with people moving out and gentrification. But um, it was it was pretty evident back then that housing was a very, very basic need for people, that rents were going up astronomically, um, that most of the housing development was um, market rate, and people couldn't afford it. So um, not only in my district, which is very varied, um, very ethnically varied, as well as geographically, we have some of the poorest zip codes in the entire county, um, in the Fruitvale area, San Antonio area. People don't know that, but we have some very poor people living there. So um, I think countywide, we could see that housing was becoming the biggest issue for people. So was it a tough fight getting it passed? What was the opposition, or where did you get the majority of the support? Well, I think that um, it it wasn't as hard as you might think, considering that we had to get a two-thirds vote. It's very hard in general to get two-thirds votes on tax measures because there's already a, about a 28% of the population in our county voters who always say no, they don't care what it is. So you're, you're working with a very small margin of people. But because we had um, a great coalition uh, with Eden Housing, other nonprofits, with labor, with um, grassroots activists, there was a lot of energy to do this. So in that sense, um, people came together. People worked very cooperatively on the policy because we had to decide how we were going to divide up the money, what were the key elements of it, and then wage a very... um, vigorous campaign that that costs, you know, well over a million dollars. I wouldn't say it was extremely hard. I think it was very inspiring because people came together very well. 
Great. So it's an example for future measures. Absolutely. I think when you pick something that really speaks to the heart of people's needs and you work cooperatively and people put aside their own differences, um, you, you can pass these measures. Can you give us a high level, very sort of top level um, explanation of what it is? Okay. The measure was a $580 million bond, and it funded um, a large degree of rental, new rental units in Alameda County. That's what most of it went for. It was divided um, by city and by regions. But it also had some prevention me- measures because we didn't just want to provide housing. We want to to stop people from becoming homeless. So it also had a homeowner's um, component to it that helped people who might be might lose their homes because, say, the roof is falling in and they couldn't afford to fix it. So low interest, no interest loans. And it also had a first-time homebuyers component. So it was, it was quite comprehensive, but the majority of the money was spent on new rental units. How has the implementation been going? Um, it's been going quite well, a little bit slower than we would have hoped um, because it's been a few years now and uh, government doesn't always work the fastest that we'd like it to. Not to mention construction. Yes, that too. Um, there's been a lot of competition for construction the last couple of years. You can just look out my window here and see this. But in terms of the base allocation for the um, for the regional money, um, it's creating 803 units for homeless, um, 640 units for those uh, at 20% of the area median income, which is very, very low. What, what is the area median income? It's a measure used by the federal government to measure funding for housing. And 20%, I believe, is around... 18,000, something like that, something in that neighborhood. It's pretty low. I mean, especially for this area. Can you even eat? No. I mean, if if we use the federal poverty level in general and the federal guidelines, nobody here could could really afford to live here. In fact, um, a study was done, and for a family of four, you really need to make about $90,000 to just have basic living standard here. And the AMI for Alameda County has gone up constantly over the, they've had to adjust it uh, because things are so expensive here and I think affordability now is defined at about 90,000 it's quite I mean, amazing yeah it's quite amazing it's quite amazing so how are the funds being allocated well a lot of the money has gone out um, they were allocated each city um, got it and now we have 14 cities in Alameda County and unincorporated areas so each city um, got an allocation there were requirements that they provide city match. They had to have um, federal, you know, you know, housing is putting together many, many dis- different streams of funding. So they had to be able to do that. And then we also had a, a north, central, and then southeast regional pool. Um, so most cities have spent their allocations already. They had some projects in the pipeline. And, um, you know, so a lot of the money is out the door at this point. I understand there's a new homeless services measure on the upcoming ballot. Can you tell us about it? Well, what happened, as I said, that was 2016 was kind of the tip of the iceberg, and now the whole iceberg is out there, right? In so many ways. Yeah, in so many ways. And um, so um, we've been grappling a lot uh, with with the homeless issue, not only in terms of how A1 provided these, these units for them, but in terms of services as well. Um, there's so many needs, all the way from more shelters to permanent housing 
to services, and the county provides a lot of the services um, for health care, for mental health services. Um, so the measure that's going to be on the November ballot this year is going to um, increase housing services, connect people to services, prevent more homeless, and um, provide more interim housing. So um, it's a half-cent sales tax. It's going to be a broad coalition again. But um, you know what we found is there's just not enough money in our general funds to pay for these, um, these type of services. And homeless people really, um, we want them to become housed. And there's no way to pay for it unless we do a ballot measure. Has the homeless population in Alameda County increased as much as it would appear? Um, it has. The, the count is done every two years. There was a count. The last count was done a few months ago. I participated in it. It was more than a few months ago. I guess it was in March. Um, I'm bracing myself here because I 41%, think 41%. It went up 41% in Alameda County between um, two years ago and, um, and now. You participated in the count. What yes, was that I did. like for you? It was very eye-opening. Um, I actually had the area around the county building uh, by Laney College, by the lake, and we saw a lot of um, tents. Um, we saw a lot of people living in cars. We saw a lot of very bad conditions in terms of um, garbage piling up um, and things that would really be a threat to, to public health. Um, and... Um, Yes, uh, there was a huge encampment down by Embarcadero that we saw. Some of these are very visible, but some of them you don't see unless you really walk into these areas. So when you walk into these areas, you really see the scope of the, the issue. A lot of mental illness? Well, you know, of course I couldn't you know, tell immediately if someone was mentally ill, but certainly people... Um, we actually, um, besides the count, our office distributed blankets over Christmas to the big shelter down on High Street that they've since um, taken away. But we were giving blankets out there. And um, yes, people didn't look like they were in very good condition. I, the homeless population is, is very varied. Um, there, are, there are mothers, there are children. There are people who go to work during the day and come back to their shelters. But there are also people who are very ill either physically or mentally, and, and um, you can tell just by looking at them what kind of distress they're in. It's tragic. It is, especially in a country, in a, uh, in a state. This, this California is the fifth largest economy in the world, and yet we contain, uh, I think, I believe 40-plus percent of the homeless in the entire country. So there's something, there's something wrong there. Something very wrong. We've been encouraged with uh, how Governor Newsom has been prioritizing housing and trying to help the homeless. Can you tell us how his policies are filtering down to the county level and the local level? Well, I think the impact of what he's doing is just beginning to be felt. Um, he hasn't been in office that long. He has, for the first time, allocated some specific money for homeless, um, and we're very grateful for that. Um, so far, however, it's been one-time funding. And so you can um, build some structures with that or um, buy a sanitation van, um, things like this. But it's not, that's why we have to do the service component ourselves because there's no ongoing money right now allocated in, in the budget. And just to give you a scale, um, the first year he allocated approximately um, $600 million statewide. And, and our bond for just for Alameda County was 540 
580 million. So you can see um, there's That's a lot. That's not very much. Yeah, there's a lot more to do. I mean, L.A. has a huge homeless problem. So a lot of the money went to Los Angeles, which, you know, which is fitting, but they're just not enough. He recently has started to do more innovative things. I was here. Um, he brought these trailers um, down that were used in the Chico fire. And um, there's going to be two sites in Alameda County for the trailers. One is going to be for um, women and children, women who are trying to get jobs. It's going to also be an employment kind of um, uh, scenario. Um, so everyone who's living in a, in a trailer is going to be trying to sign up for employment opportunities. And then I'm sure there'll be child care there as well. Yes, yes, a lot of services. And then the other one is for um, youth um, who have aged out of... Um, foster care. That's a real problem. Yes. And there was there were two two shelters in Alameda County for them, which wasn't nearly enough. But um, the one in Berkeley has to shut down because the landlord wants to take the site back. So these trailers are going to replace, unfortunately, not expand, but replace the shelter for these Berkeley, Berkeley people. And we're still trying to site it. That's another problem. When you try to site these things, um, you get a lot of resistance. Well, maybe if it works out, then more will be allocated, we can hope. Well, hope so. And these, these, um, these trailer parks, and we have a safe uh, car park in an unincorporated part of um, Alameda County, actually don't end up bothering the community. Uh, I mean, people are very scared, but um, they're usually fenced in. And usually um, when people apply to be in them, they have to sign certain forms that say that they won't take drugs and... You know, they won't be um, drinking and having weapons. And, um, you know, so they've worked out very well. There's land controlled by the state and also land that the county owns. How can county public lands be used to help create housing? Well, we have used, um, we have in the unincorporated area um, up the hill in, it's unincorporated San Leandro. We have used that land now for the safe car park. And we're going to be doing a navigation center up there. We have taken a look at the land that we have, and we don't actually have that much um, open public land um, for the county. But the governor is working with Caltrans, which has been an issue, to have them uh, let people live under the freeways. There's a new cabin community right down the street from here. So people are trying all kinds of methods to deal with this issue. I mentioned in the introduction that you were instrumental in launching the new war on poverty six years ago in Alameda County. Let us know how that's going. Well, it's going quite well, though, you know, in the overall scale of things, you know, we certainly haven't ended poverty. Um, uh, it, Darn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I founded it 50 years after President Johnson had, had started his war on poverty because we haven't really... Um, we haven't really made that much progress, but we're doing a lot of good work around um, jobs, particularly around food and hunger. And um, we have a sustainable organization now in the county all in um, that's going to continue to do, do this work. Great. Supervisor Chen, your insights have been really helpful today. What final message would you like to deliver to our listeners? No matter what's happening, either at a state or federal level, local action is very powerful. Um, I think the alliance with Eden and others um, has been very positive, has had a very positive impact on people that live in our county. So I would say really look for those alliances. Um, look for people who want to help fund projects 
and we can get a lot done. Um, I'm very hopeful about local action. On behalf of everyone at Eden Housing, thanks for your long decades of public service. Alameda County Supervisor Wilma Chan, thanks for joining us today. You're welcome. It was a pleasure. To hear more episodes of the Affordable Housing Podcast, please visit us at edenhousing.org. We'll be right back.